Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sports is Suffering. This is episode 12, uh, reasonably on time again. And this time I have a uh, pal from my Twitter days, Ozzy. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing well, you know. Uh, right now, I think the uh, conference final, Eastern Conference finals, both, co- well, no, uh, NBA finals, NBA conference finals is late, it's like in 30 minutes, but NHL, I think, is right now. Yeah, I want, Caps and yeah. Lightning. Yep, Caps and Lightning. I kind of want the Caps to win. It's like, at this point, why the fuck not go for the complete unexpected yeah. Stanley Cup finals? I mean, like, I don't want Vegas to win, but at this point, <laughs> it's at this point, it's like I've kind of accepted it'd be kind of cool for an expansion team to win it, no matter how dirty they play or how... I don't know how much, no matter how much I dislike their owner or whatever, you know, it might not happen again. Maybe Seattle's going to get, Seattle's definitely going to get something, some good players. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah the, um, the Jerry Bruckheimer team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, what I like to say about the Golden Knights as a name is, like, I like to compare it to, maybe you'd appreciate this, I like to compare it to, like, the Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... Pretty generic um, and not not, even, not really representative of where it anything is. Anything but the anything but the owners. Everything but the owner's ego. In both cases, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Bobcats. Uh, I yeah, Bobcats Bob, was Robert, Robert and Johnson. like the, yeah. and, and like this guy. His nickname was the, literally Bobcat. <laughs> so. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I thought his name was Robert, but yeah. like, I knew his name was Robert, but I thought it was just because of like. He just uh, hey Bob, uh, Bob and Cat. Oh, I didn't know his nickname was Bob. Cat, yeah, but, I, I could but be yeah, wrong no, about that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Maybe, but like regardless, both teams are named after some aspect of the owner's ego. But like, I don't know. I'm just I've kind of not warmed up to Vegas winning, but uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be as much of a personal disaster. But you're as um, as I sort of hinted. Uh, Carolina sports fan, Charlotte, Raleigh, etc. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah, so have you started looking at, uh, I forget his name already, uh, Svechnikov? Svechnikov, yeah. Have you started, yeah. Look, have you started looking at his highlights? Because it's kind oh, of yeah, exciting dude. to have a top I, three pick. He scored like, um, in, uh, in the OHL this past year, he scored like 72 points in 44 games or something. Oh, yeah. 40 yeah. of which are goals, so like. I'm, I'm yeah, just waiting yeah. for them to screw it up and trade the pick. <laughs> yeah, no, I well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like no, nobody knows who's – did they hire the GM yet? Because that's another point you know of contention. What? Uh, it's, I think Waddell, Don Waddell, the former team president, might be the GM, but they're talking about mm. how they're trying to do everything by committee at this point. Um, is, well, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's how the uh, owner is going to roll. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's going to be a committee where he has a strong voice in everything. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll try and wrangle control. It's like because when I I heard I think definitely Ron Francis had to go because of all of those like I it just felt like yeah. he was it stuck in neutral the whole time. I thought he had a plan going into this season that would come to fruition. He was very was- good at rebuilding uh, what they had, um, and it uh, Jim Rutherford left it left the farm kind of in a shambles and he was very good at rebuilding oh, yeah. it and um i i don't disagree with firing him 
it just seems clear that they fired him without a plan to <laughs> to replace him or anything, and it just kind of turned yeah, to shit there. Especially, especially because like the rumor about Dundon uh, mm-hmm. being a Mark Cuban type. Yeah. And he, he he could end up being an okay owner. Um, it just yeah, seems like I mean, everything is just kind of, he's kind of doing things by the seat of his pants right now. And yeah, I mean, like he's I don't know. I mean, like what I you know he wants to be very involved. I don't know if he's a hockey guy or if he just bought it for his own vanity. Yeah, he's he's not a guy with a hockey background. Oh uh, yeah, um, so so that could be a Vinnie Viola situation. It it could be bad. <laughs> Um, I can't remember yeah. the name of the guy he the guy he did hire to be the um, team president or whatever, but he's like a longtime hockey guy, which is, you know, it's good and bad. Like a lot of fans kind of wanted to get rid of, you know, everybody has to be a good hockey man. They kind of wanted to get that country club culture out of there. But oh God, it, yeah. It seems like it's maybe going too far in the other direction, and he's trying to like right the ship a little bit. And wait, is this in the Florida? What's that? Are you talking about Florida or Carolina? Carolina. Oh yeah, because they did the same. They did that in Florida. Because I don't know, I didn't like the the what they did uh, with the what the, I guess the computer guys, the stats guys, whatever the hell. Oh yeah. And then like I think they like burned the team down somewhat, and then they corrected by having Dale Talon get in, and then mm-hmm. letting his players be exposed. Yeah. Well, it seems like they're, they hired, uh, the Hurricanes hired Eric Tolsky, who was, you know, a big uh, stats blogger guy for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody they hired him a few years ago. To do that. Yeah. Everybody – I think, like, they're – I think they're good to a point. But, like, I think strategy and, honestly, luck plays, <laughs> plays a lot into hockey. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm going into the Tolsky thing. And I, I think Tolsky is good. I think you have to have a, a stats guy. You have to have – you have to pay attention to that stuff. You can't just be like, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. It's all grit and heart and all that. But watching the Hurricanes, you know, dominate Corsi over and over again. Oh, you yeah. know, dominate teams and shot count. That's the thing. But just it's seeing like, them shoot the puck at the goalie's chest over and over again, like yeah, it's like, no, oh, the it's shooting like, percentage is so low, like it's bound to correct itself. Because, no, they're just no, it's like, it, no I snipers. Really, they sort of feel like they're not they're not threatening as a team. It's like yeah, you can see them, you know, dominate possession and all that, but they don't do anything. They look as threatening as a puppy. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll get the shots off, but it's always easy think, easy for the goalies NHL goalies to save. Yeah, that's why I think like Svechnikov is a must. Absolutely, or some like, sort of number one forward. I think basically, aren't they say? Wait, who's the only one they don't want to trade? Is it Aho? Aho, yeah. Which when when they when they came out and said that, I was like, okay, you know, take you know take calls for anybody. That's fine. Yeah. I understand that. Like. Um, I think I think I think they need to obviously have uh, Jacob Slavin on the trade under no circumstance list as well. But uh, yeah, no, it's like I kind of want a defenseman right now. But like Shiro's already Ray Shiro Jevils GM's already proven he'll trade within the division no matter how (laughs) shitty it turns out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the the Grabner trade's gonna. I don't think the guy on the defenseman they traded was gonna be like coming to New Jersey, maybe because Kovalchuk told him not to. I don't know why he hates New Jersey so damn much. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's a fucker. I think they should investigate Russian uh, interference in NHL free agency. <laughs> yeah. Call Devin Nunes, folks. Absolutely. Uh, but, um, so, I mean, like, 
I I think the thing, like you were saying about Francis, he's just kept the kept the team sort of stuck in neutral and. Yeah, and we we had a lot of a lot of guys that he could have brought up that maybe could have helped the team this year. That's what I was um, reading. They brought about. uh they brought um Valentin Zikov, who's a Russian forward that he traded for. Yeah. And uh they brought him up and started playing him on the Aho Teravinen line and he like I, immediately scored like four points in two games, um or so, something like something like that. Yeah, I was reading that on a team blog, a Canes, Hurricanes team blog. They were basically saying, like, why are the fire Peters, fire Francis, call up the young guys because the young guys are playing well in Charlotte. Yeah, and, I, like, our our AHL team, like, uh, yeah, the Checkers were, they were dominant good. this year. Zikov led the league in points and goals, I believe. You know, I mean, like, yeah, no, I, that's, I think that just emblemizes the Francis tenure. You know, he was... Yeah, he he was I guess half pregnant or just stuck yeah. in neutral or whatever hackneyed metaphor you want to use. Um, yeah, sitting on his hands, they said. But, but yeah, yeah, for now you get to for now like getting a top three pick is in, is fun, you know. Enjoy, watch the Svechnikov highlights; it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, y'all, I got, y'all got it last year, and then yeah, you know, I love watching. Made a playoff I loved push. Watching, I loved watching. He, I loved watching those Heischer highlights before. They, I figured they were going to get him. He fit with the plans. Yeah, like a uh, the speedy mobile guy yeah anyway but well, we the, could use a couple yeah. of defensemen and the thing defensemen. is Svet- Svechnikov like represents the exact type of player and position the Hurricanes need they're short on right wingers they're oh, yeah, short absolutely. on big guys who can play both ways um mm-hmm. and he does you've got a, a portion of the fan base who want to um I'm, I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name Tkachuk Kachuk Kachuk yeah He's, yeah, like um, the like the guy is he the son of uh, Keith? I think so. His older brother okay. is playing for somebody. I can't remember. Matthew his name. Kachuk. He's yeah, playing that's him. for Kachuk. Oh, oh, or is it Matthew Kachuk or Brady Kachuk or Brady is the one coming out this year. Right. Yeah, I didn't know there was uh, a third. But you've got the guys who who think we need grit, which you know you might need grit, but you don't, <laughs> you don't get it with pick number two in the draft. I love. Yeah. No. You go, you go those, down and get that later. Yeah. No. Exactly. Get like a. Yeah, no, it's uh, maybe like a seventh rounder or sixth rounder, yeah. or like the or be like the Lightning and just get somebody who like. The, I I was it blew my mind when I was looking at past drafts that Andre Pollat was like the fifth to last player, yeah, taken in the draft. Like they're they Tampa Bay's insane. It's like <laughs> I was listening to another podcast about how like they never got to suffer as a fan base. It's it. I guess they kind of did in their first years when they were owned by the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that I, I love that. I just at some point I'm going to do like an episode about terrible owners, but like that's just amazing. Like I, I think like I don't remember. I think it like tra- the, the, the name of the ownership shell corporation owned by the Yakuza was like I think it was like Fairway, some sort of generic golf course <laughs> maintenance name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, any other ins- any other valuable insights into the Hurricanes? Are you hopeful? Are you? You know, I am, I am actually hopeful. Um, like yeah. D- Dundon seems like a bit of a mess. Obviously, the way he made his money is, well, you know, yeah, every every there. owner is super rich and probably oh, really bad. But the way he made his money is worse than most. You know, doing. Oh the, yeah, he was a subprime loan guy. Subprime lender, yeah, and that's how ah, he made yeah. his billion. So. You know he's yeah, not a good yeah. guy, but you know I'm 
as as a Panthers fan, also, you know, I'm used to Jerry oh, yeah. Richardson not being a good guy. You know, you just oh, you just have to compartmentalize that shit. Oh yeah, as a no, fan. it's like I was I was complaining about Vegas uh, and their owner uh, on Sunday to my dad. He's like, you know, every every owner's a piece of shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think he's more than one than most, but like. Yeah, and I are you still really? I mean, yeah, I guess we. That's a good segue about yeah, the I, NFL. Is yeah, I, 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 that's the, th- the Richardson is. Yeah, no, he's a real piece of shit. Not just, not just because of the accusations made. It's like he was just always like, well, he looked like a bull. He looked like an yeah. English bulldog, a big jelly, <laughs> farty, stupid, aggressive English bulldog. Yeah, and like I, he just seemed. I he always struck me as like the. The uh, the hardest of the hardline owners in the NFL, and that that played off and or played out in a lot of the labor negotiations. Like I remember oh, yeah, no. Pey- and, like, Peyton Manning talking talking about how like Jerry Richardson just condescended to him, like he was an idiot. You know, oh, obviously no, yeah, Peyton no. Manning's like a, a apart from you know certain accusations about Peyton Manning, he's obviously a really smart guy. Um, oh yeah, no, he's, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have. I mean, like he wouldn't have been gotten all those endorsements if he didn't know how to negotiate. Yeah. But like I, the thing that what else what also struck me about Richardson is like he's he said like he puts the NFL logo in the middle of the field because he says that you know no team is bigger than the league. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's but I guess he sold it. I can't. I can't because like I. I just care less and less about the NFL. Um, yeah, so do I. I especially know, like, after the thing, you know. I'm, oh I'm yeah, sure no, you the, saw the, the yeah. yeah they're going to get fined this. for kneeling for national anthems and yeah, no. As, as we're recording this, they they did that today. Like a yeah. friend of mine who was also a Panthers fan, like she was from Oklahoma. She's from Oklahoma. I guess she still lives there now, but mm-hmm. like uh, her, I guess she glommed onto the first team. She uh, it was exposed to when she left Oklahoma, <laughs> which is Cowboys territory, and that was in yeah. Charlotte. So, but like, no, she just texted that to me. She's like, "Yep, I'm officially done." And then, like, yeah, no, it's. I mean, I it'll probably be like the same. It'll probably be like as it was last year, which I mean, the NFL has multiple problems, mm-hmm. it, but it all really comes back down to hubris, and like, but. Uh, it, I'll it'll, I'll treat it like last year. I didn't watch. I didn't go out of my way to watch. If it's on at a bar or something, I'll watch. I'll I, I I forget. I did fantasy football this year. Yeah. And I won't be doing that. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, and that's that's kind of how I did it last year. You know, I, I watched some games. Um, and uh, I, I watched the Panthers lose to the Saints for the third time in the playoffs. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, but I yeah, I mean, it's about my team. It's uh. What, what was I saying? He's the, anyway. They've got a new owner, and I can't even remember his name. So that's it's just not Mark Cuban because yeah. he said it's, it's not like, Mark Cuban. He's, yeah, it's not Mark Cuban. He said he would not. Um, he would not uh, own an NFL team. He said that like what four years ago, and everybody laughed at him. And now he's yeah. like, you know, I told you so. <laughs> but he just he just seems like a standard, you know, um, assembly line NFL owner, just you know, a guy who hires guys. Just and some lets them rich do it, shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. He's some like, hedge guess, fund guy, I think. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not a legacy guy like all like I don't know the the Maras or the, or the Roonies. I don't know. Yeah. Like, he's or a real estate guy like is, is, I think Ross and the Dolphins is like a a real estate. Oh, also uh, speaking of 
owners and being terrible and all that, like, I work at a doctor's office in Manhattan mm-hmm. and, like, a plastic surgeon's office, so, like, um, it was raining yesterday and, like, I didn't bring an umbrella and my super, my boss, like, didn't really have any umbrellas. So <laughs> she said, like, Woody Johnson left his umbrella and I'll go, and it was like, I was, I didn't pay it any mind, and then, like, as I was walking, it had the Trump International Hotel or whatever the fuck logo on it. And I was like, oh, is it that Woody Johnson? And then I turned it around so I didn't have to look at the logo. <laughs> I'll but, just be uh, wet. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I didn't. I, I, it was raining pretty steadily, but I just turned it around so I didn't have to look at the logo. But I was like, and then I was, <laughs> then as I came back, Put it in like the uh, thing. I was like, "Is that Woody? Is that the Woody Johnson was the Jets?" It's like, "Yeah." It's like, <laughs> I shudder. It's like, I hate that guy. <laughs> and the the um, I mean, he got his wish. He said it was more important uh, to have a Republican president than for the Jets to win a Super Bowl. Oh God. Yeah. Now he he got rewarded with an ambassador with a uh, choice ambassadorship position. He's, I think he's now the he's now the the ambassador to the UK. So I I don't think he got to go to the did he go to the royal wedding? I don't know. I don't really care either. Well, I mean I watched like thirty minutes of the re recording, but I was drinking and eating at the same time, and I didn't really care. Well, yeah, I don't know. If it, yeah, no, it's not. It wasn't much to look at. It was just people and people and fancy in like bigger than normal hats and just schmoozing with each other. It was it's like the Kentucky Derby, I guess. It's not the hats were not as big as the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. I are you into horse racing at all? Uh not really. I, I guess yeah. I, I sometimes I'll tune in for the Kentucky for the Derby itself, but I like the I like Derby days cuz that's I like Derby time cuz that's when Kentucky Breakfast out comes out with beer. Oh hell yeah. I had the um the first time I had it this season my allergies were in full force and I couldn't taste it. <laughs> so when the so when the grocery store had it uh, in single bottles, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, got it!" It was uh, it was still very good. That's awesome. Right yeah, now yeah it, Kentucky Derby is is a fun excuse to drink. I think. Yeah, that's, I, that's I love it too. And it. Like, fun excuse to drink, dressed like a fop, <laughs> and uh, just yeah, dr- yeah, and, and drink again. We've got a, um, a festival down here, and uh, so I, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, as you know. Yep. But yep. we got a festival down here called the Azalea Festival. Um, it happens when the azaleas are supposedly when the azaleas bloom, but they always bloom early, and they're like dying by the time the the festival itself starts. And uh, yeah. it, it's usually in, or in in late late April, early May, and mm. uh, they always have uh, the Friday before the festival a thing called a garden party. Which is uh, basically like a Kentucky Derby thing. You got to pay two hundred dollars for a ticket to go uh, dress up, stand in a field, and drink bourbon all day. Hell yeah! Uh, Wait, how much was that again? It's like to, it's it's for rich people for sure, oh, or damn. you know, strivers, people who want to appear. <laughs> damn, I mean, like, um, yeah, no, I I pay a lot. I I mean, I'd pay some amount of money to just sit in a field and drink whiskey. Yeah, I think I'd do it for. 50 to 75 maybe but not yeah, not 200 <laughs> maybe, maybe oh that's 200 no screw yeah. that yeah absolutely way, not way too much <laughs> i think there's there's also like a 
in New Jersey somewhere, it's not really, I mean, it's not for rich people to, I mean, it's for everybody, it's more accessible, I guess, from a money standpoint, money stand, there's, like, some horse racing in, like, central New Jersey somewhere, and, like, I would have friends from college, like, go there and, like, go, I think their the tickets are, like, $40 or something to get inside, and then, like, they just, like, drink the entire time. Yeah, that ain't bad. It's like I don't remember what I don't remember what it's called, but like I think like I have family out relatively near there who like and I don't I've I'll have to ask them about how obnoxious the uh, hang, the uh, people who go there to drink are, but seems like okay. a good time. Seems like a good time. I I've never been, uh, any excuse tr- to drink out in the sun, ex- man. I'm exactly. On it. Like, have you ever been to a NASCAR race? Because I hear like they like. I've been to. Drink. I've been to Darlington once, but I, was, I was too young to drink. I, I want to go back down there and. Yeah, that. no, that seems that seems like uh, the per that seems perfect because like I heard you can bring like your beer into the racetrack or something. Like oh yeah, that. you can. Um, most of them, yeah, you definitely can bring your own beer. See, I never, I never understood like the appeal of just of like NASCAR, other than the occasional crashes. Then I realized, yeah. first of all, you have to follow the, per- you have to, I guess you have to like one of the drivers. But then, second of all, it's in person; you can just drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Bring your own, bring your own booze in. Bring like a thirty pack. Drink with friends. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, like I, I said, I any excuse I for that? Uh, yeah, no, it's like. Uh, I, I don't know. What's the nearest one? I think it's Poconos. They were trying to build like a NASCAR course in Staten Island or somewhere, but I that went nowhere. Like the 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 upper like the upper yeah. Manhattan Stadium for the Jets. Um. So I I oh right. Um. What was I? I I guess since now now we're like five minutes away from <laughs> basketball, so we can talk a little bit about that. I'm not big on that, but you're a big Hornets fan, I guess. Yeah, um, I didn't follow them too close this year. Um, yeah, because they were terrible. Yeah, they were just awful, and so the blackout rules for the NBA make it uh, really difficult for me to watch uh, the Hornets oh, games unless outside. I'm doing it unless I'm doing it illegally. Oh so yeah. So there are Fox Sports will air Hornets games. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they only really do it in the Charlotte area. Like a Hornets game will come on, but down here in, in Wilmington, which is on the coast, um, they basically, like, there'll be a Hornets game on, and on our local Fox Sports affiliate, they'll be fucking playing a rerun of an ACC basketball game or something. <laughs> ah, it's, where, the, it's where the real hype is for basketball in North Carolina. Yeah, absolutely. But like, like, I kind of, I've gotten to where I basically hate college basketball at this point. Oh, yeah, no, it's not as good. <laughs> but, like, I know you're like I, – you, you, I guess – well, what, you went to Wilmington? UNC Wilmington? Yeah, UNCW, and we're, we're good every now and then. Um, yeah, no, like they – didn't yeah. they have, like, a big coach who was uh, – Yeah, we had – um, so our our big one recently was Kevin Keats, who uh, mm-hmm. coached us for three years and uh, took us to the tournament two out of the three years. Yeah, didn't they win one? We didn't win one. We uh, oh, we thought, got up eighteen on both Virginia and we got up like thirteen on Duke, and then you know, ended up frittering it away in the second uh, half. Yeah, but, uh, well, Virginia Vir- Virginia didn't get away with it less time. Yeah, <laughs> never trust Virginia when they're ranked number one. Man, they lost yeah. to Shaman on that last time. Mm-hmm. But go on. But he um he accepted a job at NC State, 
and he's oh, he actually you know knocked off Carolina and Duke last year. So oh, yeah. he's, I think that's he's always that's well always there. fun because you also cheer for NC State, right? Yeah, in the ACC, I root for NC State. Um, yeah. There was a little bitterness for them taking our coach, but uh, ah, <laughs> uh, you know. But I knew anything I knew he to, had to anything go, to beat go UNC eventually, especially Duke, especially Duke. I had, I interviewed like somebody who like relishes cheering for Duke and being the villain. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. It's as an NC State fan, like I hate Carolina more than Duke, but I hate them yeah, both. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Duke is his own special brand of hate, like the Yankees or the Lakers or something like that. Oh yeah, for sure they kind of represent the sort of blue blood, I guess. Oh yeah. Of of their named for their the, league. named for the tobacco family, right? Ah, uh, I'm not sure. I, I think that might be the case, but I honestly don't know. It's yeah, that, I, I that seems it was, like I it would make sense. It, yeah, no, a tobacco road and just like cash crops and all that shit. And they probably use slaves to to <laughs> to make them. You know, <laughs> yeah. good times, good times. So and I, yeah, no, it's like, but. I'm not as familiar with the NBA, but, like, what do the Hornets even have, like, right now? Players, anything to look forward to? Um, There's really nothing to look forward to with the Hornets. Uh, Kimball Walker's really good. But, honestly, what they needed to do was trade him this year because I think his contract's up. So they need to trade him to a contender for some assets. Um, Oh, yeah. Malik Monk looks like he's, you know, okay, but he's very inconsistent. Frank Kaminsky, I'm still pissed off they drafted him because he, he sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. I like the guy. It seems like he's a good, good, funny, cool teammate have, and all that, but like, he's I don't just have to, yeah, he's Oh, the locker good. room guy is eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's I, like, want, I, I want good players. With uh, the you know. Devils, it was like, who is it? Uh, Jimmy Hayes, who like never played. But he was a good locker room guy. Everybody thought he was funny. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it always helps to have team spirits, especially when your team sucks. But like, yeah. <laughs> when was the last? Oh, I'm trying to remember when the last time they were any good. It was a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, we um, it's the first. There, I think it was their first year as the Hornets. But um, uh-huh. uh, Marvin Williams had his best year as a pro that year. Uh, Kimball Walker kind of emerged as a you know real. I don't know if you'd call him a superstar. He's definitely not on the level of, you know, your Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or LeBron James, obviously, but a good, solid all-star in the league, I think. He emerged that year. Um, Nick Batum was really good that year. Mm-hmm. And they had really good depth. That uh, Jeremy Lin was their backup point guard. And ah, he was uh, yeah. he was really good in a backup role, just as a pure offensive catalyst. Yeah, he was on the and, Nets for, like, one game this season before he blew out something. Yeah, and... But they uh, they made it to the playoffs that year. I think they were fifth in the East, which was you know fantastic for the Hornets. And they um, they took Miami to seven games, but ended up losing. But I was I was just happy seeing them win a playoff game. Yeah. Because I think the year a couple years before that with Al Jefferson, no, that, they that they the got lockout. swept by the Heat. Yeah. Oh no, and I was thinking of also the lockout year when they had historically the worst record in the in, oh, in yeah. NBA history. Yeah, and then we ended up getting pick number two and missing out on Anthony Davis. Hell yeah! Oh, my, oh, Michael oh, Kidd Gilchrist instead. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's like, and I mean, I don't have to. I, I guess I would cheer for the Nets if I, I, I should. I don't know. Depends on what what the NBA Finals is. 
this year. If it's like Celtics and Warriors, I'm not going to bother really following it yeah. too much. Because so, every time it feels like I want to get into the NBA, there's something that pushes me away. A lockout, an announcement that they're going to put like ads on part of the part of the jerseys. Those are dumb. Yeah, that's it's like it doesn't reduce the commercials any. No. And it doesn't make the che- tickets cheaper. It's just dumb. I'll put it's up with like, it in soccer because they don't have a commercial during. Yeah, that. no. Are <laughs> you? You're right. You're you're cheer you cheer for Everton, right? Um, yeah, oh, Everton sorry. and and Liverpool a little bit this year. Oh too, yeah, Liverpool, so, which I, is I, very bad for me. But you know, soccer is my one place where I'm like, I'm gonna just pick a team that I like I every picked, year. Like I just picked like I, I mean like I with me like a couple of friends are arsenal fans so i would mm-hmm. like go and see them and it's like you know at least it, I, i'm gonna stick with them because like you can't call me a bandwagoner when i came on at the moment they were starting to really go into decline yeah like a friend of and yeah and a friend of mine was like fearing that they would get oh i don't remember his name some guy from spain who played who was like a club legend for them but also arteta had, maybe yes arteta yeah. Yeah, we were we were like we were worried like they're gonna buy, they're gonna hire him and he's gonna suck him because he's they're the Arsenal and Kroenke and the board are cheap yeah. as hell. Well, but they actually like, made a pretty good hire today. They got a Unai yeah. Emery, who Some was uh, oh, yeah, PS, PSG's uh, coach. coach. I think he was like an. Oh, was he an assistant I think he was, coach? I, think, I believe he was PSG's manager, like full manager. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, no, that's but a that, good, that's that a place good is the, the true worst snake pit in all of professional soccer. Or whatever. Oh yeah, it's, no, like I was w- yeah. there. Oh PSG or PSG. Oh yeah, no, exactly. They're like the they're completely owned by uh, the Cutter Royal family. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Ma- it, it, Man it, City's oh, had a great year this year, just, and they're also tied to that, just not as directly. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not a complete government entity like PSG is. And, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I want to, I, that's the thing that's like when it comes to sports and politics and that sort of stuff, that's the sort of stuff I want to see more written about. Unless, like, yeah. tens of think, the multiple think pieces about the same subject that are boring and say nothing new. But, oh, like, yeah. like in depth dives into, you know, like, just like the absolute, like, Cotter just, like, throwing money at soccer and everything. Just oh, yeah. to be, be, be prestige. Just, like, basically fluff their dicks up. And, Pretty much, and like I and um, the Russian the Russian connection. To, well, I don't know. That's the thing about the Russian connection to hockey is like the guy who's who reports about it uh, the most is like Slava Malamud, who's completely full of himself. <laughs> Have you did you read this? Because like he made a, tw- a a tweet thread about um how like. The KHL is going to be rigged for uh, St. Petersburg, SKA St. Petersburg, which is like, or CSKA Moscow, who are like the two prestige clubs in the KHL. He said, like, uh, this, like, suspicious call in one game that ended uh, with uh, at the disallowed goal, suspiciously disallowed goal for, I don't know, some team that was going to go under, and, uh, but they made the playoffs, so they're not good, so they're not defunct this year. But like, like they they had a goal. Like they looked at for seven minutes, and they disallowed it, and then they won. And it's like, oh, see, see, that's proof. Except you know, uh, SKA got lost to Moscow in <laughs> in the uh, conference finals, and then uh, that Moscow in turn lost to uh, 
uh, Akbar's Kazan, who also, I guess somebody plays for them, but, like, they're not a nothing team. But, like, Slava Malamud in general is just completely, it's just full of himself. He's, I think he called Alex Ovechkin a sexy boy as an insult. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I told my friend about that. He's like, you know, at at one point, you know, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna call that to somebody, like, straight face, not even as an insult, not even not even break it uh, break a laugh or a smile or anything it's like it's like you got to be like really repressed in order yeah. to 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 do something like that um yeah, get out of here sexy boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think you're not welcome like, here sexy kind boy kind of kind of like a, an upgrade of pretty boy i don't know how <laughs> i would use it uh so yeah, yeah so i don't know uh, i guess the one other thing is like i know that like I guess it was after the World... You were cheering for the Red Sox until, like, they won that World Series in 2013, and then you just jumped ship? Well, the thing... So, I, my reason for being a Red Sox fan was... Uh, <laughs> and this Fair is probably right, one of right? your most hated players. Uh, Trot Nixon went to... And he was um, a pen. He was yeah. a, I hated Ortiz more and Veritech more. Yeah. He um, he went to New Hanover High School, um, oh. which is in, in my city. I and, see uh, a hometown connection. Uh, yeah, I got to. He was uh, when he was, you know, kicking ass at New Hanover. He, uh, I was in little league, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember he came out and did a clinic for us. And he was, you know, he was he was real nice and all that. And uh, I just liked him. And then I was like, well, you know, whoever he plays for, that's the team I'll root for. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good yeah. thing. But after they, um, it was after they. Uh, they fired Francona and basically like accused him of being a pillhead. Oh God! Uh, you can't just I be really like, "Oh, you're that. you're fired because you, uh, you you know, we don't think you're doing a good job." You know, you, you're fired, and also like you're living in a hotel because you're separated from your wife because you're addicted to pills. Jesus! Like that was just real. That the management nasty say that, me. not just the fans and the media. It was the it was uh, uh, Larry Lucino, I believe. Oh said yeah, that in the press. yeah. It was the organization itself. Jesus. Yeah, no. It's like the like Boston fans get shit and the media gets shit. But like, yeah, it's like you could see some sort of respect for. I could, yeah, I could have some sort of begrudging respect for like the 2014 because they did seem like a fun group of fellas. But like, it's just after that they completely lost their shit. I, I, I remember reading. And yeah, a lot, way, of, a lot of it was just that. being like, I don't want to be lumped in with fucking. Fans, like no, exactly. Like, yeah, no, like, they're, they're not. Gr- yeah, they're not great. But like, <laughs> to say the and least. I jumped shipped after they won a fucking World Series. So <laughs> yeah. So again, nobody can accuse you of being a bandwagon or like me and Arsenal when I like <laughs> when I like first time year I officially cheered for them was the first time they missed the Champions yeah. League. But like. Well, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for Liverpool pretty hard this year, and they're about yeah. To be in the, they're, they're also be, they're in the, the final Reds, this, year, and they're also but, owned by the Red Sox. That's yeah, that is what? true. I I just love Jurgen Klopp and Mo Salah so much. Oh no, I'm he's good. Like, yeah, oh Salah's like, Salah's <laughs> amazing. He seems like a great guy in general. He's yeah. given like oh god, million, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to like local causes and people. Yeah, and he and doesn't hospitals and whatnot in Egypt. He's great. He doesn't uh, publicize it. You had people have had to kind of do some digging. No, like, no, oh, yeah, it's he's, like it's he's like doing I this see and t- not looking for attention for it. Yeah, I see a tweet from like I, some guy saying like, oh, you know, he's like. Yeah, no, it's like I see it on like the soccer subreddit a lot. Like he's he's given money to. It's kind of like a, it's always has him on like the um, 
top on like the top links or whatever. So it kind of gets a kind of like I don't know talk about something else, but I can't deny he's a great fella. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, oh, but like so. I guess after you jump ship to the Red Sox from the Red Sox, he went to the Orioles, who are. Was that just yeah. like arbitrary or? <laughs> well, the thing is, when I was uh, when I've you know, f- baseball was the first sport I got into as a kid because yeah. that's that's kind of what my dad was best at when he was in high school, and he was mm-hmm. like, "All right, so you're gonna be like baseball," and like oh, I picked yeah. I picked the Orioles then because my favorite color was orange. Ah, okay. So very very simple child reasoning. Yeah, so I just kind of went back to them. And I'll I'll watch the Nats when they're on too, just just because they're kind of the the closest team to here. Um, oh yeah, no, that's like kind of like the Braves dominate. It's, it's like to say they dominate the South, but yeah, they, they can't they they can't really draw a crowd where they live or where they are, especially now. Yeah, but it's when, I, I love baseball, but it's like I don't have like a strong rooting interest anymore. Like that's I'm, a that's a that's yeah. that's a fair thing. That's a fair point. It's kind of like when I was a kid. Like again, basketball was my favorite sport when I was a what well, my first favorite sport when I was a kid. And like I didn't really cheer for anybody. I would play as like the Knicks or the Hornets or the Bulls in NBA yeah. Jam. Oh yeah, I love Hornets loved playing in NBA the Hornets. Jam. Everybody <laughs> loved playing the Hornets in the. I don't know why. Well, um, everybody loved their colors back then, but also Larry yeah. Johnson and Alonzo Mourning were like the two two of the better guys in that game, especially because oh, yeah, Michael no. Jordan wasn't in it. I don't even know. Well, Michael Jordan was never in any NBA basketball yeah. video game. I think like it was like Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant. I think. Yeah, Scottie <laughs> Pippen was the basically like you know he was the Michael Jordan like yeah. with the stats and every. But like I think like Michael Jordan had a contract agreement to like not be in any video game i think like in in like the what was it 98 or something like they had somebody they had like a generic name for a player but it was obviously michael jordan stats wise well i think it was like number 99 i don't remember his name like a friend of mine told me about you know um i remember hearing about that too yeah i don't forget his name it was something like player or i don't know I, it was something – wasn't even a name of a person. It's yeah. just like a generic, like, throwaway no, asset name. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I I don't know. I really, I'm about out of stuff. Do you have anything, like, that's burning on your mind? Um, Are you an MLS guy at all? Uh, kinda, kinda. I mean, like, it's not a great. Le- it's not. A, it's not the best league, but it's something to watch when baseball's. Yeah, I've, I've I've actually found I've really enjoyed it uh, this year. I, I just kind of started watching. Um, but no, I've, I've you know been a casual follower of it in years oh, past. Oh yeah, but yeah, same here. Their um, teams are getting smarter with their like kind of designated players and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So LA still do. Like, I mean, yeah. well, although in LA, Galaxy, they got God, Zlatan. Uh, yeah, Zlatan. It's like it's just so typical. But <laughs> I've kind of Lakers with MLS. I hate. Yeah, them. I've oh, kind of fallen into uh, following Atlanta because you know they're oh, the, yeah. they're the southern no. team and the southern all their designated team. players are like you know. 20 year old like south americans who are just yeah like, no i think that's stuff. what a lot of teams are doing and like the red bulls who i cheer for they do a lot of like internal like they they get they have one of the better academies yeah. in the league and they uh and they get from there and like also their jesse best march player. is a great coach too yeah and Brad, like bradley Wright phillips pl- is one of the better well, yeah. strikers in the history of the league and all that oh too. yeah no it's like that's the funny thing about him he was like a hot highly regarded prospect at manchester city 
cr- flamed out, flamed out at like lower league clubs. Then he goes to MLS, and he's like, I don't know. He had to have learned something. I think like I think like he was in League One, which is about an equivalent of MLS. But like, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened. But then like the Red Bulls were like definitely enamored with like the the well, Audrey was actually good, unlike Beckham. But yeah. like, they had they had a, what was it? A few, uh, yeah, like da- David Villa came over and he's he's been really good. Oh well, uh, for, yeah, no, it's F- like NYCFC, I think that's but yeah, I think that's what city is NYC. I think that they're they're gonna have like a good youth academy soon. But like, uh, I think they'll I think they'll win five MLS cups before the Red Bulls win their first one because that's just oh. the way it goes. Red Bulls keep the... beating beating their ass head to head though. Well, I, <laughs> They do, but like it was also very, very. Let's just say it was very Metro Starzy when they like yeah. sh- outshot Chivas twenty to one in the second half and still lost uh, the oh, match because yeah. they couldn't score. Yeah, they were thinking a uh, MLS team might finally win the Concacaf no. Champions they League almost, this year. They, they came close, nope. but nope. Michael Bradley uh, but, like, choked again. Yeah, they always they always do. <laughs> it's like. It, that's the red the Red Bulls always do an MLS and yeah. Concacaf does in general, but like it's just it's just a matter. I know LA Galaxy is going to be the first to win. It would just be so appropriate. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, but like Atlanta seems cool because like the they're, they're the a Atlanta fun team. team. Yeah, um, no, and they draw like like they're the new Sounders and that they attract like an obscene amount of people to all of their games. Yeah. They play in the they play in the. The goats, the uh, the uh, the sphincter stadium. <laughs> yeah, it looks so. And I was I was resistant to Atlanta for a little while because their owner is Arthur Blank, who owns oh, the yeah. Falcons, and you know Falcons, uh, Panthers rival. But oh yeah, and I was like, oh, that's silly. They're they're like the only Southern team, so I'll I'll root for them. I guess uh, Orlando's counts ish. I mean, yeah. like, that's that's sort that's sort of like. You know, we could, Orlando. We could get into, get into it, our my my southern kind of tribalism the like, there, but yeah, it's sort of but it's yeah, sort they're, of they're like southern. Orlando's like the northern the northernmost part of that, and after that you get like northern expats and uh, people from Cuba and Puerto Rico and Haiti and whatnot. So, but like Orlando and Tampa are definitely part of that. I aren't they? I, I've heard people from Florida say like, "Oh no, Orlando's definitely part of that." Yeah, I think it's um inland northern, um, yeah, northern Florida. I mean, um, like, I, not like Panhandle, but no, it's no nothing's like the Panhandle. Panhandle's its own special kind of hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely consider the Panhandle fully southern. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So does everybody in Florida. Yeah. You know, Tal- uh, Tallahassee and all that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, and, and so uh, we, oh, we, Pensacola. We, Pensacola, I've heard is uh the worst the worst part of florida yeah there's even uh some people in you know like real deep south that'll say won't don't consider north carolina southern <laughs> oh yeah no and yeah. virginia forget about it oh yeah yeah uh, so it's at least northern virginia yeah so that's about it on my end so i'm about to wrap it up would you like to plug something Sure, man. Um, I'm not a. I don't do sports outside of watch them, but uh, That's fine. my main thing is being a musician, I guess. Oh uh, yeah. My heavy metal band, Children of the Reptile. You know, look us up on Facebook or cotr.bandcamp.com for our music. Um, 
it's kind of in the vein of classic heavy metal, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, old school Metallica, that kind of thing. Nice. If that sounds interesting to you, check it out. Um, also, I do a, a country duo with my wife called Staghorn Starlings. We don't have any music up yet, but cool. you know, if you're into the classic classic country, well, I remember you saying. Like, I rem- I think it was something on Face. You posted something on Facebook how you bonded over your wife when at a bar talking about metal metal music. Yeah, <laughs> that owns that owns so much. But yeah, I'll put the link up in in the description. So, uh, do you do you do you like tour at all, or do you just stay local in Wilmington? Um, a lot of the times it's local because we, you know we've all got jobs and shit. Um, yeah, so does my, my uh, guitar player and I have a job at a local music supplier who are actually very cool about it. Not so bad. we can't we can do tours every now and then. Yeah, um, but we we don't do anything longer than you know. Like I hear you. Five to seven days at most. Uh, mostly it's yeah. just like weekend runs around the southeast. But yeah. next summer I want to I want to head up north. So you know we might we might yeah, come knocking on your door. Like a, you know, <laughs> a couple of my friends have a band like very very Queens of the Stone Age esque. It's like in terms of like the style of music yeah. and like just like the, the the charisma of the lead singer. My be- my friend from college is like the lead singer, and like they do they also have their day jobs. But they also tour like northeast like they've done boston and philadelphia they mostly stay around it's the same situation but they're great and they're called uh deaf rhino cool i'll yes, check them out yes cause... they're they're very fun so and hopefully i got the yeah no and like they're there's one of the best bands i've ever or musical acts i've seen live they're it's uh, it's something so yeah, you can you can see some great bands very close to home, you know. Yeah, no, it's like New Brunswick is a great. Like, they're not from New they're not from New Brunswick, but like New Brunswick, New Jersey is like a great kind of like incubator of bands. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's about it for uh, episode twelve. Uh, you well, can like this, and... this was my first time being on a podcast, so yeah, thank I had you. one of those. <laughs> on, I had somebody like that on the last episode, and maybe hopefully we'll bring you on again. So. Give me a subscribe on iTunes. Give me a rating. And also, I have like a neglected email address, but I'm going to have to look <laughs> at questions if anybody has sent them in. So, you know, send them in at uh, sportsissuffering uh, at gmail.com. So, uh, until next time, I'll see who I can rustle up for another episode. And Ozzy, thanks so much for uh, being on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, Dave. All right.